This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. I am so thrilled to have David Estrada, Chief Legal and Policy Officer at Neuro, joining us today uh, here on Randy Zuckerberg Means Business to speak about robotic food delivery. David, thank you for joining us. It's my pleasure, Randy. Thanks for having me. Uh, so how, how have the last few months been for you? And, uh, and talk to us a little bit about how you got into uh, the food delivery robotics space. Well, the last few months have been a challenge for all of us, obviously. It's a, it's a sad and difficult time for everybody. And I think the way it's impacting me and us here at companies working in Silicon Valley is like most, um, working at home and adjusting to working at home um, and, and all of the challenges that that brings. But for Neuro, which is focused on delivering goods to your door, this has really shown how, how valuable our service can be and that we can provide contactless delivery, which is something we didn't really think about before the pandemic. We wanted to provide convenience. We wanted to give you your time back. But we see now in a time of a global pandemic that what we can also do is cut, cut down on can, contagion by allowing you to stay home rather than going to a grocery store or to, say, CVS, where you, you might buy pharmaceuticals or going out to get hot food and ordering those things right to your door and having them delivered in an autonomous vehicle where there's no human-to-human contact upon the delivery. Mm. It's a... I mean, it's really fascinating. I've actually, I've seen some of your robots in action, which is is very cool. Um, But can you describe to our listeners, what does the delivery robot actually look like? How big is it? How much can it hold? Yeah, it's a a small vehicle. Um, If you imagine something that that may be the size of of a golf cart or maybe a little bit larger than a golf cart. It's, um, it's intended to be a low-speed vehicle with our current model called the R2. And in the low-speed vehicle is a category under U.S. federal law um, that allows a lightweight, a lightweight vehicle to, to operate on our highway. So we have a vehicle right now that is both passengerless and driverless. Um, so this is a fully autonomous delivery vehicle that will bring groceries or pharmaceuticals or hot food from the store directly to your door. Mm. And I mean, we've been talking about food here, but you've done partnerships with with Walmart, with CVS. You have a partnership with Domino's Pizza. Um, maybe you can talk to me a little bit about some of the retail partners you're working with, and and you know how, what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you think about what are, what are the individual categories? So, so far, we've announced partnership with Domino's, which is the world's largest pizza chain. Uh, this, is, this has probably been the model of to-your-door hot food delivery for, for decades prior to these new emerging services of bringing a much wider variety of food to your door. And this market is currently valued at about $156 billion a year. We've also partnered with, with Kroger, which is the biggest supermarket change, chain in the United States. And this market is about an $850, $850 billion market. Now, we've also recently announced CVS, which is the largest pharmacy in the United States. And the global e-pharmacy market is projected to reach $177 billion by 2026. 
And finally, another um, another household name we've recently launched is a partnership with Walmart. And this is obviously the world's largest retail, retailer. And retail in the U.S. is a $5 trillion market. So the, the market with these categories combined is enormous. What I'm curious, uh, David, what do you think the opportunity is around autonomous delivery um, once the pandemic ends and people start to feel safe to emerge from their homes anymore and it's not quite a safety issue anymore to have robotic food delivery? Um, what, what does the future look like for, for food delivery then? Well, if you take us back to pre-COVID times, when we, when we started planning our business, when we weren't thinking about COVID at all, um, you, you think about, well, who is, who is Neuro and what was our goal? Our goal is to look at how we can give you your time back. So we are a robotics company, and robotics has been, from the beginning, designed to give you your time. Think about how, when you decide to get into an automobile, how do you use those car trips? It turns out about 40% of your car trips, on average in America, are to run errands, and those are less than two-mile errands. A quick trip to the store. We do a lot of quick trips to the store. So imagine if for many of those car trips, instead of getting in the car to go pick something up from your store, you could use your time in a way that you find more valuable and the goods come to you. And just to to think about an analogy, um, think about the modern conveniences that we have and we really take for granted, we don't think about anymore. But just consider one really mundane convenience, the washing machine. Now imagine if you didn't have one. Imagine the time that would be taken up by you every day washing your clothes. And now that's just a, a given that you don't have to do that anymore. Well, not having neuro on the road today is what it's like when you have to run around town and pick up everything yourself. In the future, you're not going to have to do that. Mm. Now the only thing we have to do is we have to equip the neuros with Sirius XM because I feel like that's like the, <laughs> the, thing, the one thing I look forward to getting in my car is, is listening to the radio. Um, yeah. I, now I heard that you guys pivoted a bit to, uh, into delivering medical supplies during this time to help with the pandemic. What, what have you been doing there? Well, when the pandemic came, we thought, what can we do most quickly to help? We really wanted to see if we could be of service. So we entered into two partnerships, one with the state of California and one with the county of San Mateo here. And with the state of California, they opened a COVID treatment facility at Sleep Train Arena in Sacramento. What we did with the state there was we we quickly adapted our vehicles to be able to bring um, to bring supplies that were being parked on pallets out in front of the facility and bring the supplies on into the facility and deliver them to the medical professionals, again, to decrease those possibly contagious touch points because the, the intention of this facility was to actually bring in uh, contagious, contagious COVID patients. And then with the County of San, of San Mateo, we entered into a similar partnership and there we brought hot food and served lunch to, to those who were um, serving and helping with COVID patients in that facility. Mm, well, thank you for your great work there. Um, David, where can we learn more about Neuro, uh, Connect, and, and where can we actually see your robots in the wild? Where we are currently is where we're starting in Houston, Texas. We have partnerships there with Kroger. And so our partnership with Kroger is live today. 
and we're we're testing out our vehicles there, the R2 vehicle, and we've been testing it out here in Mountain View, California as well. And, and so we're going to be scaling up over the course of this year with this vehicle that we are calling the R2, which is the first to get a federal exemption from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration for a fully autonomous vehicle to operate on public roads. Mm, well, really exciting. I can't wait to hear more. And uh, we're, we're right in your backyard in Mountain View. So I look forward to, to seeing, seeing the robotic vehicles out and about. Thanks for everything. Uh, David Estrada from Neuro. Stay safe. And thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Randy. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 